Whether you call them pommes de terre, patatas, kartofflen, ardapplen, kartoshka, bitartan, batatas, jimanaki, proti, tudu, alu, or just good old spuds, welcome to Planet Potato. Hello, I'm Anna and I'm a big fan of the potato in all its nutritious deliciousness, its cultural complexity, its impact that it's had upon every country in the world and every culture in the world. Um, And I'm here with my husband Cedric, who is a global potato market expert. And together we are hoping to cover and do justice to the potato in all its glory. Uh, Thanks so much to all of you for your great feedback from our first episode of Planet Potato. I think we had listeners in 28 countries, was it said? 28 countries? Yeah, he's nodding. Uh, And more than 28 listeners. Uh, It's clear you wanted at least one more episode before you made up your mind if you liked it or not. So here goes. Cedric, what's been happening in the potato world since the last time we met? Well, Anna, it's clear, I think, that people have turned to the uh, potato in these extraordinary times. The figures are out, and the French bought a third more pommes de terre in March, with the Americans buying 40% more. Groovy. Yeah, uh, but the closure of restaurants around the world has really hit sales of uh, fries or chips, and growers have been calling for emergency support to help clear some of the uh, big uh, stocks, of, especially of uh, processing potatoes. So what sort of support? Uh, so the government's uh, relaxing some of the competition rules and um, storage support and things like that. And for and, consumers? Uh, re- yeah, and consumers. Well, really, the industry has been calling on consumers to eat more uh, potatoes and, uh, and especially fries and chips. In particular, uh, Belgapon, the uh, Belgian potato organisation, mm-hmm. that's asked um, people to go to their fritteries, these world-famous fritteries, which are now um, more or less back to normal, I yeah. think. Yeah. Uh, twice as often to, to help clear some of the um, potato stocks in Belgium. So they're being asked to eat lots of chips? Yes, uh-huh. yeah, they certainly are. Well, look, listener, you're about to have a seamless segue as we move into the extraordinary story from uh, Phil Clymer about his encounter with a chip and where that encounter, well, plate of chips, where that encounter took him. Have chips, well, hear what happens if you have a plate of chips in front of you. Take it away, Phil. Always loved chips. Grew up, council estate in South London, chips every day, whole kitchen smelt of chip. And chip is, for me, the perfect food. Crispy on the outside, soft on the inside, comforting, filling, and the perfect delivery system for ketchup, um, to which uh, my family need to be reminded I'm not addicted I can give it up at any time it's easy for me I just happen to like it a lot anyway we were in this restaurant um, a restaurant we go to a lot and I had ordered as is my wont fat chips to go with my steak and when I order chips my wife invariably wants chips as well but she never actually orders them so I'm always fighting her off. Anyway, uh, I was going through my chips. I knew exactly how many chips there were. My stomach had prepared itself to eat the number of chips on the plate when a very elegant hand reached across my shoulder and picked a chip up. And I somehow resisted stabbing it with my steak knife, looked up, and there was Lauren Bacall saying, 
I won't do the accent. Do you mind? What could I say? It was against all my instincts to ever share food on my plate, but this was Lauren Bacall. I, I stumbled and smiled and stammered, I, uh, please go ahead. Whereon she dipped the fat chip, no alamettes, no french fries for us, proper thick big chip, dipped the chip in the ketchup, lifted it to those perfect lips, the lips that Humphrey Bogart has kissed. Uh, this sounds a bit weird. I actually like Lauren Bacall and Humphrey Bogart, but my feelings for Humphrey were always completely platonic. And munched away and then breezed off, leaving a kind of whiff of some very expensive scent, which I couldn't detect or identify, but my wife certainly could. The chip. The chip brought me close to the woman I've always dreamed of, Lauren Bacall. What a claim to fame there from Phil, and what a great day it's going to be when we can nick each other's chips again, eh? Uh, if you have a funny, unusual, or a even heart-rending tale of your own encounter with a potato that you'd like to share with us, we'd love to hear it, so please do get in touch via our Twitter feed, which is at planetpotatopod, that's at planetpotatopod, or email us at info at worldpotatomarkets.com, info at worldpotatomarkets.com. Now, we came across a very exciting competition this week. One to strike ecstasy into the heart of any potato lover. And we knew we had to share it with you. It is the Potato Photographer of the Year. Yes, you heard it right. The Potato Photographer of the Year. And it's a competition, isn't it? It is. So... Obviously, the moment we heard about it, we had to know more. So we tracked down Benedict Brain, who, appropriately enough, it was his brainchild, the competition, um, and asked him a few questions, starting with, why the potato and why now? Well, good question. It's a, a competition, a photography competition, uh, where we're really just looking for what we think will be the best potato photograph uh, of 2020. I was kind of looking for a fun, creative project for photography enthusiasts and professionals or anyone with a passing interest in photography to uh, engage in in lockdown. And photographing potatoes just kind of seemed a fun thing to do. It was also a slightly, uh, it was a slight sort of response to a picture of a potato that sold uh, in 2016 for a million dollars. That's part of how the uh, competition evolved in 2016. As a slightly tongue-in-cheek response to Kevin Abosh's photograph, I, I wrote an article for Digital Camera magazine where I demonstrated how to light a potato in a number of different ways. Um, and it was actually quite a good sort of lighting exercise, but it did, it did reveal how, how photogenic they were. Um, so I've just done another article for Amazon Photographer magazine, again, on how to, how to light a potato. And, and with the competition, uh, what are you looking for? Is it just uh, photos of potatoes or, or can it be anything else? Is it anything sort of um, potato related? Pretty much anything potato related. Uh, I, you know, good quality, creativity, but uh, uh, the, the rules are, are, are suitably 
loose and ambiguous to just about cover anything that uh, that sort of uh, is connected to potatoes. You know, it is open to everybody, so you know the quality might be quite high. I'm hoping I'm hoping that it will capture the imagination of the professional photography community as well as enthusiasts. But it's basically creativity and sort of cool thing, cool visual things with potatoes. And you've had uh, you've had entries already. Is that is that right? Yes, yes, we've had quite a few entries already. It's only, it's not even been a week uh, that it's been running so far, but. I got good support from the people at Photo Crowd, which is a company that organises photo competitions. So they took care of all the mechanics for me. And we must say it's in aid of a fantastic cause, isn't it? Because people pay to enter. Tell us how it works and uh, what it's in aid of, please. Yes. So it, there's a £5 entry fee, uh, but all proceeds uh, go towards the Trussell Trust, which, as you probably know, provides you know, much needed food banks. Uh, in the I'm UK, that yeah. In the UK, yeah. uh, although the competition is global, so anyone from anywhere in the world can enter. There's some great prizes. You know, there's a Fujifilm camera, uh, membership of the RPS, a day's workshop with me. RPS is not the Royal Potato Society, is, is that? Not the Royal Potato, no, the Royal Photographic Society. Yeah, great. <laughs> <right. laughs> and what about the judges? As well as you, you've got a fantastic group of judges together. Yes, I was very lucky with the judges. Um, we have Martin Parr and Paul Hill, who are, who are two of Britain's probably um, most well-known uh, photographers, really internationally acclaimed photographers. I also have uh, Nigel Atherton, the editor of Amateur Photographer magazine, and Angelique Nicholson, the founder of She Clicks, uh, a community for female photographers. So, and so how do people um, learn more and, and how do they, they enter their... Uh, spud picks uh, simply just go to photo crowd uh, forward slash potato uh, all the details should be there the entry mechanism is very easy uh, uh, it's all very clear enter a few details upload a picture and uh, i believe it closes on the 30th of june the sort of underpinning motivation for the for the whole project is really well to have a little bit of creativity uh, for people that are stuck in uh, at home during lockdown but also to raise money for the trussell trust so as many people um, whether it's the potato industry or the photography community or just the general public that can get behind it and enter some potato pictures will raise more money. So, so yes, there's, there's um, you know, if anyone's interested from the potato community uh, in sponsoring it or offering prizes or so forth, we can, we, we can add that to the, to the prize pool or, 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 or talk about some sort of sponsorship too. So I've got to ask you, Ben, what's your favourite way of enjoying a potato, your favourite potato dish? I tend to eat sweet potatoes more than anything at the moment. Okay. Um, but my favourite potato dish is probably a dauphin noir. Um, uh, I'm a big sucker for them. Good, so good choice. Bit of cream, way. bit of cream, bit of seasoning. Lovely. Can't go wrong. Yeah. Well, Ben, yeah. that's fantastic. And we wish you well with it. We'll be following ourselves. We might even get creative ourselves with the, with the camera. Um, so, so just remind us again, how do you enter? It's at www.photocrowd.com forward slash potato. Fantastic. Good luck, Ben. Many thanks. Thank you. Thank you very much. What a great idea for a competition. We all need to get clicking straight away. Now, last time in our A to Z of potato variety names, we relaxed to the sound of the A's. So it's time to move on to the B's. And to do so, we have Cara Hart 
of journalists with radio station Red River Farm Network, uh, based in the US. Hi, Cara. Tell us where you are and how is the potato season shaping up with you? Hi, Cedric. I am in Grand Forks, North Dakota, and that's at the northern end of the Red River Valley in the United States, not far from the Canadian border. Uh, The Red River Valley is good for uh, rich, good soils for growing crops, and there is a decent amount of potatoes grown in the region for all segments, processing fresh chip and seed. Warmer, somewhat drier conditions are allowing North Dakota farmers to plant some potatoes this week, and planting should continue to pick up in the next few weeks. And had a chance to connect with some of our local farmers this week, potato growers, and one farmer who grows fresh potatoes about an hour north of where we live says they are not going to be changing up really acres this year. They are seeing good demand for the fresh potatoes that they are growing. But with fewer people going out to eat in restaurants, that means that processing uh, plants or processing companies aren't sending out as much and they're having to cut back on production. So farmers that are getting ready to plant right now, especially for those processing uh, companies, may see a reduction in some of the acres that they had planned. For those process growers, we've heard a range of 10 to 20% of their acres will be reduced. How do we listen to the Red River Farm Network, Cara? Well, thanks for that. And they can always tune in to our podcast. We do a daily podcast for the Red River Farm Network, wherever you can listen to your podcast. And you can also visit us at rrfn.com. Thanks. One final question. What's your favorite way of eating potatoes? Great question. You may laugh at this as the typical American answer. I do enjoy a good French fry, whether it is a shoestring French fry or curly fries or even sweet potato fries. I think those are superb. Wow, it's shaping up to be the uh, fry or chip episode, this one. Uh, Thanks for that, Cara. So here is Cara Hart all the way from North Dakota with the potato name beans. Bacara, Bamberg, Bambino, Bonba, Bana Crusset, Barbara, Bellina, Bella Rosa, Belle de Fontenay, Berlichingen, Betty, Bentji, Bianta, Black Champion, Blauer Hindelbank, Blauer St. Galler, Blauer Utenville, Blauer Viola, Blauer Schweda, Blazer Russet, Bloomer, Bluebell, Blue Danube, Blue Congo, Bojar, Bonada, Bonnie, Bounty, Bremner, Bricata, British Queen, Brook, Buren, Butte. Thank you, Cara, for taking us through those breathtakingly beautiful bees. Right, so since we last met, we have been thinking at home, me and Seds, about uh, potato idioms and the fact that in English, you don't hear many positive ways of using the potato. So you'll talk about a hot potato, which is a difficult subject, 
or a couch potato, which is something that we're all being encouraged to be at the moment when we're not taking our daily constitutionals. But we thought we'd look around the world and try to find some positive potato idioms. And obviously, it wasn't very hard to find them. So we've come up with an absolute corker from Quebec in Canada, as far as we know. If you know it's from somewhere else, do please enlighten us. And that idiomatic potato phrase is, excuse my probably appalling French accent, lâche pas la patate. That's lâche pas la patate, which literally means, I gather, it translates as don't let go of the potato. But here is the truly fabulous idiomatic thing. If we wanted a potato-related phrase for our times, here we go. Lâche pas la patate basically means don't give up. Keep holding on. Don't give up. Trust a potato to be there for us in current times with such a fantastic phrase. So I think it just remains sense for us to say if you are boiling, frying, mashing, roasting or baking, Don't let go of the potato!